the best way to really discover and understand the wines from a region is to visit the region, uh, to see uh, the place, uh, to meet the people, uh, to eat the food, uh, to drink the wine, because this is uh, the complete experience. And then when you go back uh, to your place, uh, you can find the wine and have the memories. Brava, mi piace. Welcome to Moto di Bere, the podcast for local drinks and local sayings. I'm your host, Rose Thomas Bannister. Today, I am very happy to be making an in-person interview with Teresa Bruno and Ilaria Petito, two winemakers from Campania in southern Italy. They are not only winemakers, but leading advocates for their historic region of Irpinia. Teresa is the president of the Consorzio in Irpinia, and Ilaria is the vice president. And Teresa makes wine together with her brother Roberto at the Petilia Winery. Ilaria is the head of the Dona Chiara Winery, where her family has been making wine since the time of her mother's grandmother. Ilaria, Teresa, for all the work that you do to promote the wider region, I want to make sure our listeners get a chance to hear about each of your wineries. Okay, so Dona Chiara um, was uh, established by my mother. Uh, she, she's Chiara, so the, her name, and the, her name comes from her grandmother Chiara. So that's why Donna Chiara, that means Lady Chiara, because, of course, my mother's grandmother was uh, a lady that was uh, living in the 18th uh, centuries. So um, my mother, when she retired from the school, she was a teacher. She decided, because she retained the property of the vineyards, to start her own production. And she, for her, was really natural to give uh, to the winery the name of her grandmother because they were so close. And I, uh, of course, uh, didn't have the, the, the chance to meet her grandmother, but uh, uh, I grew up listening to my mother's talking of this really strong and modern woman that for that uh, time was really full of energy. She was um, managing the land, the property of the family during the two world war when all the men were out and away from the, the land. And uh, she teach to my mother the love for the countryside. And uh, of course, in that period, uh, you know, these um, um, uh, were not uh, uh, just producing uh, wine, but they were the far really a farm. Uh, they were uh, having animals and doing different uh, kind of production. And then only uh, in the late 1890, um, my grandfather uh, decided to convert all the property to the vinification and so to growing, you know, grapes. And uh, to be honest, uh, when I was uh, young, for me, the area of Avellino was very boring. So I <laughs> did not imagine to work with my mother in a family company. My idea of wine was uh, something to enjoy, but not my work. Uh, so I left Avellino when I was 18. And I moved to Rome. I took my graduation in law. I became a lawyer. And um, I was so excited to discover the world. 
So my mother, she started to tell me, why you don't come back to Avellino to see what I'm doing with Donna Chiara? And uh, I did. And uh, it's difficult to explain because it was kind of magic. But I completely fell in love with the countryside of Avellino. So the town Avellino was boring to me, but the countryside is so exciting, so beautiful and uh, authentic and wild that um, I started to put um, all you know my effort myself in the, um, the winery. Uh, at the beginning, it was hard with my mother because we were having a completely different idea. Uh, she is very traditional and very, uh, I was very modern. I was young and so I started to change many things. But now I think my mother, she's very proud and very happy with, on what we are doing. And uh, so that's uh, the history. Brava. Okay, <laughs> brava. Okay. Uh, dimmi, dimmi un po' della la storia del Petilia. Petilia significa piccola patria, nuova patria, in realtà dal greco. In realtà per me e per mio fratello è stato veramente l'inizio di un'avventura, perché la nostra azienda non è nata dai nostri genitori, ma è nata dalla volontà e dalla passione per la terra di mio fratello Roberto. In realtà She said that the meanings of uh, Petilia is uh, uh, new homeland, small homeland and uh, this is the name that my brother and I chose for our winery. Uh, I'm uh, involved in the winery thanks to my brother because it was uh, Roberto, my brother, um, for what I have really, uh, you know, a deep love uh, that uh, he was uh, studying uh, physic, uh, nuclear physics at the university, but uh, he decided to start this adventure with his own, uh, you know, winemaking production. And for me, it was natural to follow him in this adventure. So he uh, put in the winery all the money that he was uh, saving, and I did the same as well. All the money that uh, were um, destined for my wedding, I decided to put, to invest in, the, in this winery. And together we built uh, every single stone uh, of, uh, of the winery. So we did everything by ourselves. We built uh, the winery, we are taking care of the land, we do the production of the wine. And uh, for us, this is uh, a something fun, it's a real passion. So it's not a heavy work for us because we really believe in what we do. It's uh, for us beautiful when we go to our winery, uh, we know every single stone from which uh, vineyards it comes comes from, and the the tasting of our soil, uh, and also the uh, you know what every single wine that comes from every single vineyard tastes. And uh, so this is um, also what we want to be. Petilia is never um, the same. Uh, every year is different because uh, we uh, put in the wines, uh, um, the things that nature gives to us every year and every year is different. And also the training system of our vineyards is organic because we uh, want to be sustainable. We respect the nature. And uh, this is Petilia. It's authentic. It's uh, Teresa and, uh, and Roberto. Ilaria, I'd love to have you teach us about the noble grapes of Irpinia, but first I'd like to ask Teresa for some local language. Certo. La nostra provincia è una provincia a vocazione vitivinicola 
e quindi si è sempre parlato di vino già da tempi molto addietro. Il detto che ti comunicherò adesso è questo, il vino buono si vende senza la frasca. Okay, so she said that our province, which is uh, producing since a long time very good wines, has uh, this uh, local um, way of, uh, you know, saying like, uh, when the wine is good, uh, it's sold easily without, uh, you know, uh, necessary to do something special like special marketing or event. Uh, but now that, uh, I mean, uh, we know that uh, now it's not uh, like this anymore. So with the Consorzio di Tutela, we are here in New York to promote our denomination and our wines. That's wonderful. Thank you. What is the fre- fresca? Fresca is, uh, you know, the, the vines, uh, uh, arms, like uh, we told uh, le foglie, il rametto di, della vita means the accessories. You don't mm. need any accessories to sell a good wine. You know, it's just the wine, the quality. So you're using the, the, the vines themselves as the image. Thank you so much. Ilaria, I am so excited to learn from you about Irpinia. Could you start by telling us the story of the grapes they use to make wine there? Yes, so um, Irpinia is making a wine since a really long time because we have some of the ancient grape of Italy. Uh, for instance, uh, the white Greco di Tufo in Fiano di Avellino, but also the red Ianico. Of course, when you go back uh, to millennia ago, you cannot uh, uh, never be sure about the history. So there are different theories. There are, um, you know, a theory that said that this grape uh, <coughs> were brought to, um, uh, to Campania from Greece uh, during the Magna Greece period. Other theory that uh, said that, uh, for instance, Ianico comes from Spain. But anyways, uh, we can tell that um, we produce uh, wines in, the, in Irpinia only from indigenous varietal, so only local grapes. And I think this is uh, something that really... Um, is the characteristic and the specialty of Irpinia because, uh, you know, no international varietal, only local grape and some of the best white of Italy that can really aging for a long time and the Ianico, which is also a late varietal red that is uh, harvested in November. So when uh, all over Italy, the harvests are already finished uh, since a long time and uh, which is considered, you know, the biggest red of Southern Italy. So amazing grape, Uh, very good uh, and long-aging wines, and we are so proud of uh, what we do. I'm so interested in the local grapes, especially with this project. Can you talk to us a little bit more about the wines that are made from these grapes? Allora, con le uve che Ilaria ha ampiamente descritto, noi otteniamo per l'Irpinia tre denominazioni a DOCG e delle denominazioni a DOC. Okay, so in Irpinia we have three denominations as DOCG, so denomination of origin controlled and guarantee. And uh, what is interesting is that the three denominations are very separate from each other. For instance, we have the Greco di Tufo denomination, which includes eight small municipalities around the village of Tufo. So the varietal is Greco. Di Tufo means from Tufo, the village that gives the denomination. 
Uh, only two villages in Irpinia comes um, across of the two of the three diocese, so Montefalcione and Lapio, and they can produce both the denomination of Fiano di Avellino and Taurasi. Then, uh, um, beside the, the Greco di Tufo denomination, we have Fiano di Avellino, which is quite a big uh, denomination because it uh, includes over 26, maybe, uh, villages. And then we have also the denomination of Taurasi, so it's a kind of a zonation that already keep very separate the production of the grapes from where we have this denomination. And then for the Ayanico, for the denomination of Taurasi, Taurasi is made with Ayanico grape. So um, after a period of aging in oak and following the strict regulation of the DOCG for Taurasi, we can uh, release a Taurasi DOCG, which is an aged Ayanico. And recently the consortium also changed the regulation and uh, added the denomination Fiano di Avellino in Greco di Tufo Riserva, means that they can be released one year later, after um, a year of aging, because we want to convey the aging potential of our white. Teresa, parliamo di più dei vini che sono fatto di queste uve. Allora, um, partiamo sicuramente con i bianchi, uh, perché in abbinamento si okay, parte so sempre she, con i bianchi. Ok, so she started from the white wines, so not because um, the importance of the three denomination is uh, different, but just because generally when we taste, we start from white. So, and uh, before Greco di Tufo, Um, so what we found uh, in the Greco di Tufo, in a glass of Greco di Tufo, generally we found uh, white and yellow flower, but the kind of wild flowers and um, fruit, uh, mainly, you know, citrus, uh, this kind of fresh fruit that really brings uh, some acidity to our uh, Greco and also um, uh, sapidity because, uh, of course, um, the Greco generally has this uh, sulfurous uh, note. And um, what is also very exciting is um, the, the long-lasting uh, finish of the Greco di Tufo, because when you drink a glass of uh, Greco, it's like you uh, always want more. You are never, it's never enough, because it's something that really uh, makes you excited to drink the next glass. Thank you so much for that education. Maybe we can speak a little bit about the general flavors and characteristics of Alianico, of Fiano. Il Fiano, il Fiano di Avellino, il nostro Fiano di Avellino, è il vitigno delicato. So the second uh, white is our Fiano di Avellino di OCG, which is uh, one of the best white wine of Italy, we can tell. Uh, so Fiano is very complex and very elegant, uh, full of uh, different uh, notes uh, such as dried uh, fruit and flowers, uh, fresh uh, fruit and fresh flower, and um, has a kind of uh, big structure. So you can pair Fiano even with a kind of, uh, you know, well-structured uh, food. Uh, and uh, is uh, Fiano really surprised us for the longevity because it's uh, among the few white that can really aging for over 20 years. So this is really the specialty of Fiano di Avellino. 
And so it's a, a white that really makes us very proud uh, of it. Sì, allora, la Ianico mh, lo descriveremo nella DOCG del Taurato. So, the Ianico, we describe the Ianico, <coughs> sorry, in the denomination of Taurasi. And so, um, following the regulation, uh, the Taurasi, the Ianico, is um, aged the minimum three years for the regular Taurasi and four years for the um, Taurasi Reserva. So after a long period of aging, you can already imagine what you get in the glass. Uh, you get an explosion of, of different uh, flavors. For instance, uh, the fruit, the red fruit uh, from, uh, you know, the cherry, the blackberry, uh, which is the characteristic of Ayaneco from Irpinia. Uh, then also some uh, taste, um, tasting note from the oak, but they are very well balanced. Uh, and uh, also the long-lasting finish, uh, the acidity and uh, the minerality, all the characteristic uh, of, uh, you know, this big, uh, full uh, body red, which uh, can really live forever, which is the Taurasi. Beautiful. I'd love to talk a little more about the, about the land and the climate and the, the terroir of Irpinia. Piacerebbe imparare di più del terreno? Sicuramente noi abbiamo dei sottosuoli a macchia di leopardo. Significa che. So, regarding the soil in, in Irpinia, um, it's interesting, and this is another specialty of Irpinia, that each uh, zone, each denomination, has a different characteristic from the others. For instance, the area of Greco di Tufo. Um, is characterized by this uh, sulfus uh, because in the past there were sulfus mines uh, so the soil is uh, rich of this element that gives uh, the minerality to our Greco di Tufo of, of sulfur yes, the yeah. sulfur um, then the area of uh, Fiano di Avellino is more uh, clarky clay so it's uh, very rocky the roots of the vines needs to go really deep in the soil to look for nutrition so uh, this um, helps to give a body full body and uh, you know complexity to our uh, Fiano di Avellino and then uh, in the area of Ayanico we have more like uh, volcanic uh, soil so um, for instance in many vineyards we have ashes because of course the area is also um, interested by you know the eruption, the several eruptions that we had in Campania region. And so this uh, gives uh, the characteristic of uh, our, uh, you know, Taurasi and Ayanico. So um, we have uh, an Ayanico which is uh, full body. It's a tannic varietal, but now the style uh, is changing a lot. So it's more well done, well integrated and balanced with, you know, the oak and the acidity of the Ayanico. Perfetto, grazie. Ok, so sì, um, un caffè per te Roberto. No, no, va bene, va bene. I want to ask you more about your vision for the consortio and for the wines of Irpinia. But first, I'm interested. Uh, you two seem to be such close friends. How long have you known each other? 
in realtà ci conosciamo da un decennio e la nostra amicizia è, è nata um, per caso mi era, mi era stato consigliato di tenermi lontana perché lei era lei Ilaria era così diversa da me io più sul mondo agricolo lei più fashion il mondo della moda e invece poi uh, la contaminazione ha fatto bene a me e forse anche un po' a lei so we know each other since uh, about 10 years and uh, we became friends by chance Teresa said that people told her to get far from me because uh, we were so different she was more in the country uh, you know area and um, she was thinking about me more in like a glamour fashion addict uh, person but she said that in the, in the end uh, we became friends and the contamination among the, our two different style and words uh, helps uh, each other to become uh, you know better <laughs> i love this i'm thinking of not really a saying but kind of a trope that we have in English. I wonder if you have something similar in Italian. There's a country mouse and a city mouse. Tu sei un topo di campagna, io un topo di città. Ma non so qual è meglio. Ci sono la stessa cosa in Italia? No, non si dice, però te lo rubo. I stole it. It's a nice way. Da noi in Italia essere una topa non è una cosa troppo bella. I want to ask you both about uh, your work as the president and vice president of the Pinia Consorzio, but could we start at the beginning? What is an Italian wine consorzio? Il consorzio di tutela dei vini in realtà è un organo ministeriale e quindi Okay. So what is uh, an Italian consortium? Mm, the Italian consortium is uh, an association uh, which uh, includes uh, Uh, grapes uh, grower um, producers uh, so of wine so and uh, also just a uh, company that just bottle wine and uh, if they um, get a range of uh, people uh, you know that um, are associated they become uh, recognized by the ministry of the agricultural And when uh, a consorzio becomes di tutela, like uh, the Consorzio Tutela Vini d'Irpinia, it becomes the arm of the ministry in the territory and has the control of the right application of the regulation of uh, you know, the vinification process for the DOC and DOCG wines and also the promotion of the denomination, which is already in, important. And uh, so it's uh, quite uh, a tough uh, and important uh, responsibility. Dimmi di più della tua visione per il consorzio e per i vini. La mia visione per il consorzio in realtà è la visione del mio territorio, perché il consorzio... So the vision of the consorzio for the future starts from the, the territory. So we really believe that uh, the place, the territory, the land come first. Our wines, uh, I mean the denomination, are already known. Uh, for instance, Greco di Tufo, Fiano di Avellino, but it's kind that Irpinia, the area, is not known. 
So now we have to brand, uh, to build the brand of Irpinia because we really believe that this can be the strength of, uh, you know, opening uh, the doors to our wines, to the other wineries, because there are many wineries under the consortium um, that needs and deserve to become uh, known. And so this is, uh, you know, the vision and the, the target that we will uh, have for the future. Is there any final word that you would like our listeners to know about your ter- about your pina, about uh, about the wine? Yeah. I think the best uh, message is uh, come to visit uh, Irpinia. This is uh, what uh, we tried, you know, to to tell uh, to the audience here in New York. The best way to really discover and understand the wines from a region is to visit the region, uh, to see uh, the place, uh, to meet the people, uh, to eat the food, uh, to drink the wine, because this is uh, the complete experience and then when you go back to your place you can find the wine and have the memories of your trip which is something that consolidate you know your memory and the experience so the message i want to give is come to irpinia irpinia is in campania so I know Campania is also not known. So Campania is the region of uh, uh, famous touristic locations uh, such as Amalfi Coast, uh, Pompeii, Sorrento. Uh, the region <coughs> is called Campania. <coughs> and Irpinia is the Avellino province, is inland and is the quality wine region of Campania. Ilaria ha sicuramente detto tutto. Uh, io direi che oltre a visitare l'Irpinia, l'Irpinia va respirata. Noi abbiamo un'area eh, particolare dei nostri eh, boschi e abbiamo ehm, as- acque e cascate bellissime che rappresentano uh, la So, della Teresa said vita. that um, Ilaria was already telling everything about Irpinia, so um, what I can add, just that uh, also we have uh, like something really special, which is this air, so you can brief really Irpinia. Uh, the poorness of Irpinia, because uh, we are surrounded by mountains, so we have uh, these beautiful forests, uh, rich of uh, these uh, falls, waterfalls. Uh, so it's a really like a paradise, like a pure place that you can uh, breathe, you can taste through the food and the wine. So come to Irpinia and enjoy. Teresa, Ilaria, thank you so much for talking with me, for all of your work in Irpina, in Campania, in Italy, and to all of our listeners, thank you so much. Wherever you go and whatever you drink, remember to enjoy your life and to never stop learning. Thank you. I uh, 100% agree with your message. Uh, Never stop learning because uh, we have to be curious to discover always new things and new wines. And the Irpina wines are... For sure, the best new wines, uh, which are not really new, but uh, that, you know, people uh, and the U.S. people, U.S. consumers can discover. Thank you for listening to Moto di Berry, the podcast for local drinks and local sayings. If you love the show, please take a moment to write a five-star review. Find Moto di Berry on YouTube, Blogspot, Instagram, and TikTok for even more unique and encouraging drinks and language content. If you would love for the show to continue and grow, support Moto di Berry on Patreon and unlock bonus episodes. Music for the show is composed by Ercilia Prosperi and performed by the band Ou. 
You can purchase their recordings at oumusic.bandcamp.com. <laughs>